Big Rick Podcast. The best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the Morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? You know, Zach, I'm really good, as I tell every single guest, uh, and this is the first time you'll hear this, if I was any better, I'd be triplets right now. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Well, I've got to Zach Williams, Grammy award-winning country artist. Um, You've also had a couple of other Grammy nods uh, throughout your career. Uh, So describe your music and... and, uh, I'm going to also ask a question before you answer. Is it sure. like is it like Christian outlaw country? Uh, tell us what the what, what you're doing, man. You know, I I've had a little bit of that. You know, I've I've had people say that I kind of like that. You know, because I feel I feel like what I'm doing uh, in the Christian genre is definitely you know kind of pushing the boundaries of you know what they've had you know on their format. Um, but I think the message is is staying true to just you know. For me, what God's done in my life, um, but I also still have a very country, very kind of southern thing going on. You know, I grew up in Arkansas. Um, you know, grew up around all different kinds of music. You know, not far from Memphis. Uh, I grew up an hour from where Johnny Cash was born, so I was around, you know, the blues and I was around country. Um, and then my dad was a worship leader growing up in church, and so I was around that as well. So I, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff over the years that I've just kind of taken and it's been almost like a big melting pot and I've just kind of stirred it around and come up with this sound that I have, you know, um, you know, for years of my life, I spent, um, you know, spent years of my life playing in a Southern rock band and touring all over the U S and, and Europe and stuff like that. I just, and to be honest with you, I got to a place in my life where I was just living so reckless. Yeah. Um, you know, I had, I had some dependency issues going on. I had a lot of stuff that, you know, I didn't need in my life and I had two young, two young babies and, uh, and a wife. And I knew that if, uh, I didn't make some serious decisions to change that, you know, they were going to leave. And, um, you know, I was in Europe in 2012 traveling eight hours across Spain on a little sprinter bus with the band. And, um, I was just at one of my lowest points and, and a guy driving our bus was scanning radio stations and somehow it stopped on a Christian music station. And I heard a song that just really, you know, hit me. And I went back to my hotel room and looked the song up and I listened to it over and over. And I, I called my wife and I was like, you know, I'm coming back home and quitting my band and we're going to start going to church. And so we got involved in this church in my hometown. And a year later, they asked me to come to work for them and lead music. And so that's kind of how all this started for me. And yeah. when we started working at this church, um, you know, there was a lot of people coming to, to the to the service that I was doing, basically, that were coming out of recovery. And uh, I was just writing music, you know, from my personal experiences and the things that I'd gone through. And I was just trying to stay true to my sound and who I was, but I was just changing the message to the things that I was writing about. And uh, there was a guy from Nashville that, you know, one one day heard me singing a song and invited me out to some coffee and invited me to Nashville to write some music. And, and before I knew it, I had a record deal and we moved over here. And, um, you know, this is kind of how it all started for me. And, you know, now to have the opportunity to, to, to sing a song with Dolly and, you know, to have the reach that, that country music has and just to, you know, to have a song that just means something to me, you know, that that people can hear now. It's just it's it's really cool. Well, I, I've read your bio um, and uh, forgive me, I, I, I didn't know who you were until uh, this interview was booked. And I mean, I love your story. I can tell you personally um, that uh, although I've never had a dependency issue, I've had similar issues with marriage and and relationships. Yeah. 
Um, and I know this, God will break you down and build you back up. And it's, that sounds very like what your life has been the last few years. Yeah. Is, is that accurate? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's very much accurate. I mean, that's the thing, you know, I, I turned 18 years old. Um, you know, I had lost a division one scholarship in high school to play basketball. I'd gotten in trouble for drugs mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I just felt like everything in my life that I'd worked so hard to get to at that point was gone. I didn't have anybody to blame, but myself. But for the next 15 years, I just went searching to try to find something to fill that hole that would make it better. Um, And that's the thing, you know, I was trying to go and get all these things on my own. And it really wasn't until I just said, you know what, God, like, you know, I'm going to let you lead the way from now on. And and since then, it's been one amazing thing in my life after another. And, you know, now here we are with Dolly, you know, Parton singing a song, you know, one of my heroes growing up. And so it's like, you know, um, you know, what do you do? You know, where yeah. do you go from there? Yeah. For me, you know, it's like people ask me all the time, who would you want to sing with if you could? And I'm like, well, I don't know if I could do it any better now than I've, than I've done. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I love this story. I, I can tell you, uh, you know, a, a similar path, but, you know, on the radio side of things, you know, I feel like uh, you mentioned that when you try to go out and get it on your own. And, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I did that up until like I was 33. And I just kept hitting dead end after dead end after dead end. And then when I finally just said, yeah. you know what, God, I'm just going to let you decide what's going to happen. Um, that changed everything yeah. for me. And to I mean, th- this year, um, you know, I-, I have a similar I haven't won a Grammy for Pete's sake. That's <laughs> that's quite an accomplishment right there. But, you know, our morning show here got nominated for an ACM. And I can tell you, God, oh, awesome. God did that. Um, so, yeah. so well, talk about your recent success and, and these big accomplishments. And did, did you ever think you would get to that point in your career? You know, I, I never did. You know, I, honestly, growing up, I thought I'd, you know, I thought I'd end up being a basketball coach or, or something like that. Uh, it's crazy that you said you were 33. That's how old I was whenever I quit <laughs> my band. And yeah. I, I quit my band and just asked God to, you know, start working in my life. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of nuts, but no, it hasn't. But I feel like, I just feel like it's, it's like you said, you know, he gives you those desires, you know, and, and honestly, he gives you desires that you can never imagine. Yeah. And so for me, you know, having like this with Dolly, you know, this is something I could, I could have never imagined. You know, I wrote this song with, uh, with another country writer uh, named Casey Bethard, who's written, uh, you know, a bunch of songs for oh, people. Yeah. And, yeah. and I wrote it, wrote it with my producer, Jonathan Smith. And the day we, the day we got the demo back, um, you know, there was a girl that had sang a background vocal on it and, and we were listening to it. And I said, man, I said, she kind of sounds like Dolly Parton. I said, wouldn't it be cool if we could get the real Dolly Parton to sing on the song? And, <laughs> you know, Casey kind of laughed like, yeah, good luck. And uh, a month later, you know, we reached out. We'd been trying to reach out to somebody in her camp to try to find out if, you know, if she would listen to a song. And I think she gets, you know, tons of people asking and, and she turns most of it down. But for some reason, you know, God opened that door and, and uh, she she told me the day that she heard the song, she said, she said, Zach, I didn't even make it through the, the first chorus. She said, I knew I wanted to be a part of this song. She said, it's a special song. And she said, I'm, I'm really trying to you know, do some more faith based things, you know, here in my career. And um, she said, I'd love to sing on it. And so we met at a studio and, and you know, she could have easily came in and, and you know, just sang a, sang a line or two and left and said, there you go. But, you know, she worked on that song for four hours with me wanting to do, wow. you know, better each time and asking me what I, you know, how am I hearing it or how can I do this? And, I mean, she was just amazing. You know, everybody, you know, has always said, you know, don't meet your heroes because you're going you're gonna to get let down basically. And, but she is everything that, that you would hope she would be when you meet her. She, 
she has a way of just making you feel like like you're the only person in the room whenever she's talking to you and you know, by the end of that day you know and and now you know as much as we've kind of worked together and done some things together you know she she makes you feel like you know part of her family and you know she's allowed me to come down and use her studio to rehearse for tours and stuff in now and she wow. did this video with me and invited me to the CMAs to perform. And I mean, it's just been pretty amazing, you know, and, and those are just things that, like I said, I couldn't have done that yeah. on my own. And, and so, you know, that was really what this song was about. You know, I was looking back on the last 20 years of my life. You know, I grew up in church. I knew about God. I, I had that seed planted at an early age, but you know, for 20 years of my life, I, I lived like there wasn't a God and, and, you know, and, uh, I started looking back and seeing all these things that, that was going on, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't realize it at the time, but he was in that moment keeping me out of trouble there. He was doing this. He was doing that. And oh, I feel yeah. like, yeah. you know, he gave me the opportunity now to stand on the other side of that, and, and all he's asking for me to do is just, hey, you know, just tell people who I am, and that's it. You know, tell them what, what I can do in your life. And so that's what this song was about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's a special song, and I, you know, I'm honored now to have, have a chance for country radio to hear it. So let's, uh, just a moment on the songs. I want to talk more about what the song is, the name of it, and all that good stuff. Uh, it, sure. The next time you talk to Dolly, though, if she needs an annoying radio announcer to interview her, <laughs> I am okay. all I am all ears. Okay, Zach? I mean, you and I can just I go it. together, and uh, I'll make that happen, I promise. <laughs> all jokes well, aside, uh, why don't you tell us the, the title of the new song? And I think you've got a new album coming out, too. Is that right? Well, I had an album come out. The, the new album came out in October of okay. 19. Um, the first song on it was the title track of the record called Rescue Story. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was just basically a compilation of of, song, of stories, basically, that, you know, that I've tried to write from my personal experiences of just, you know, what I've seen God do in my life over the last 20 years. And so that's how that song came about. And the new song with Dolly is called There Was Jesus. There Was Jesus. Wow. I like that. That, that, that title... I think says it all for the kind of life you you have lived and are living now. For sure, I mean that's the thing, you know. And I think you know most people that you know believe in God can look back and and see those moments in their life that you know even though they they didn't realize it, you know there was Jesus or, or there was God, you know, making sure they they didn't do this or do that or keeping them from from things that you know could could hurt them in the long run. Yeah. Uh, another cool part of your story that I like, and, I, and I'm reading this from your bio, uh, you, you know, you've recently and, and have probably for a while visited inmates at, at prisons and, and jails. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I have that history in my family of, of, of that happening. And, uh, you know, I think I think there's always that stigma that these aren't people, you know, they're criminals, they're they're no good. But often, you know, I don't think people realize these are just good people that have made one or two bad choices in their life. Yeah, and and, and, and just that's need, it. And, need things to turn around. So you you've played for these folks and 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 have brought them to to Jesus at some point, and that's really inspired you, right? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You know, I, I can easily go into a prison and see myself in any one of those guys because I mean there were things that I've done that I could have easily ended up in jail for. I just mm-hmm. you know had somebody watching out for me and you know so many of these men and women have grown up you know not having a mother or a father figure in their life not having somebody to to call dad and and that's it you know i just wanted them to know that there's somebody out there that loves them more than than they could ever imagine and that's going to give them a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance and you know and so that honestly came about my wife 
had started going with some women from our church to, to a prison, and uh, and she was just she was just seeing some things happen that you know she had never experienced. And she said, I, I think you should take your guitar and let's go down there and share our story with these people. And I was like, okay. And so we we went, and that kind of is what sparked the whole thing for me. You know, growing up, you know, close to Johnny Cash's you know childhood home, you know, and and uh, you know obviously knowing about Folsom Prison and loving his music, you know, I, I was like, man, it would be so cool to to actually go in and, and kind of document what that would be like to go in and share, you know, share some hope with these guys. And so that's what we did. And we spent about six hours with a bunch of men one day in a prison here in Nashville. And uh, probably the coolest story, you know, one of the coolest stories that I've had happen to me in the last several years, we were in this prison that day and we were finishing up and kind of walking around, shaking hands and hugging on these guys and just talking for a minute. And this one guy walks up and he's like, man, he said, uh, man, I just, you know, he said, I don't belong here. He said, I'm innocent. And, you know, immediately my mind went to, well, of course you are. You know, that's what everybody in here is going to say. But but there was just something different about the guy. And I was like, you know what? I said, if if you are, I said, and I grabbed a couple other guys. I said, let's just pray that if you're innocent, you know, God's going to get you out of here. So three weeks later, I'm getting ready to leave for a tour. And I get a Facebook message. And my wife, like, tries to help me check a bunch of that stuff. She said, hey. This looks just like that guy that was in that prison. Huh. Like, read this message. And so he, he sends me a message, and he said, after you left, after you prayed, he said about three weeks ago, he said the state of Tennessee found evidence, and they exonerated and dropped all the charges and released me from prison. Oh, wow. And he was in there serving like a 15-year prison sentence for, for some drugs or something. Wow. And, and he, he ended the message with, hey, there's about 100 guys here that want you to come back and pray with them. And I was just <laughs> like, man, you know. And so the coolest thing, you know, we do a big award show every year in Christian music called the Dove Awards. And, yes. Um, I've judged those, I by had the this, way. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so I had a song. I had a song that uh, we found. You know, we caught up with the guy, and we went and took a took a camera crew and kind of interviewed him and just kind of caught up with what he'd been doing. And uh, we we brought him to the Dove Awards as a special guest and, and let him introduce us that night uh, to do our song. Oh, and we that's played incredible. Uh, played all the stuff from the prison, and it was just such a special night, you know. But, uh, I mean, that's the thing, you know. Those are little stories along the way that have happened that, for me, I know without a doubt, like, that's God in that moment doing those things. And so, you know, and that's it for me, you know. I, I feel like I can still play my style of music and and be who I am, um, but, you know, have a different message. And, you know, so that's that's kind of it. That's what, I'm, that's what I want to do, you know, just, just try to spread some hope and some love to people. Get to Zach Williams on the line right now. Uh, it, the the best way to describe him, a, a very versatile country artist, Christian outlaw country artist. Uh, you've got to go check out his stuff. Zach, just by reading your bio, I, I'll be honest, I've not heard one of your songs yet, but I will. I, I'm a fan now because I think you and I have <laughs> well, similar paths. It. And uh, yeah. I, I think I could relate to your music just by talking with you for the the few minutes I've had you today. Uh, what's next for you? I mean, in, you know, we have the COVID stuff going on, of course. Yeah. But once this this world gets somewhat back to normal, I don't think it will ever yeah. be normal again. But when it does, what are the plans for you in 2020 heading into 2021? We are in the process now. Uh, we are about to go down to Fame Studios and Muscle Shows and record a Christmas record that's okay. going to come out um, later in the year. I have a 40-day um, fall tour that's that's going to take place if if this all you know if we're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's it. You know, uh, right now just kind of 
we just put There Was Jesus out to radio, so just kind of waiting to see what happens with that. And, you know, hope, hoping to get back out on the road, um, you know, and just kind of taking it day by day. But, you know, the one thing I've learned through this process for me is um, I was always, you know, trying to lead the way, and, and now I'm just kind of trying to follow God. So that's that's the plan for me for the future. That's uh that's good to hear. Uh, of course, we're going to spin that song here on Cooper 95.1. We're, we're going to get you some early spins. How about that? Nice. Sounds <laughs> yeah. great. All right. Uh, Zach Williams with a new tune, There Was Jesus. Uh, go check out his Grammy award-winning album, which was? Uh, Chainbreaker. Chainbreaker. Um, so yeah. go find out anywhere music is sold or streamed and Go check out this guy, Zach Williams. I know I'm going to when I get off the air with you here. Uh, real quick, where can they find you on the interwebs and learn more about you? Uh, ZachWilliamsMusic.com is my website. It's got a link to all my socials, um, probably all of the digital you know, outlets where you can buy music. I'm pretty sure it's in most of the most major stores. You can buy physical copies. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, actually actually going to go tomorrow and, and spend the day at the record pressing place. They're going to be pressing my new album on vinyl. Nice. Uh, before yeah. we go, one last question. Um, what's it like to hold a Grammy trophy? Oh my gosh. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's it's unreal. Um it's it's it was the craziest thing. I, I there was never ever I never thought it would happen, you know. I'd I'd been a few years before and I was up against some pretty stiff competition the year that I won and I just remembered immediately feeling like I was gonna throw up because I was so nervous. I I had not planned anything to say and they called my name, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, what wow. what do I go? What do I go say now?" And I just remembered, "Don't forget to thank your wife. <laughs> you know, she's <laughs> she's been the one at home making all this, you know, making all this possible. You know, keeping kids, and she homeschools, and she's been she's yeah. been the rock through this whole thing. And so, uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 pretty unbelievable. My uh, my papa always used to say about my grandma, "There should be an eleventh commandment: happy wife, happy life." <laughs> So I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well said there. Zach Williams, hey, thanks for being on the show, bud. And hopefully yeah, soon we'll get you up to Bowling Green and have you hang out on the show for a couple of hours and play a few tunes for us. Yeah, I've got to stop in my fall tour if it happens. We're playing Bowling Green. So maybe we can oh, get great. together and have you up to the show and yeah. maybe we can hang out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would be honored. Yeah, uh, terrific. Yeah. All right, well, uh, God bless, brother, and uh, take care, and uh, we'll spin this song, There Was Jesus, right now on Goober 95.1. Right. Hey, thank you, man. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.